Hello, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight, another episode of Boxing News Today. And what is filling uh, headlines and all sorts of podcasts around the world are the headlines revolving around the Connor Ben, Chris Eubank Jr. debacle. And, uh, you know, if I was holding a uh, show entitled The Connor Ben, Chris Eubank Jr. debacle, I'd be getting millions of hits right now. But I'm not. I'm going to stick to uh, the story uh, while keeping my eye on uh, the updates that are coming in. It, it's, oh, all right. Uh, a chap from uh, Matchroom is saying that it's definitely off, including the undercard. Lawsuits will be flying. So uh, that uh, Connor Bank, Chris Eubank Jr. show uh, canceled for sure. Doesn't seem like they could work out a deal with uh, Biba. Let's move along. Tony Ballou has questioned Tyson Fury for potentially facing Mahmoud Char on December 3rd. Negotiations have collapsed for a potential clash between Fury and Anthony Joshua, with both sides confirming that a deal will not be reached for the pair to clash in Cardiff. Fury had set multiple deadlines over social media urging Joshua to sign the contract to face him. However, former Cruiserweight World Champion Ballou says there was not enough time for the fight to be negotiated properly. Any man, he said, who negotiates over social media is crazy, Ballou told pro boxing fans. You don't negotiate mega huge fights on two weeks notice. It just doesn't happen. It's insane to think it's possible. Absolutely. Which goes to the point of uh, someone suggesting that potentially they could bring in someone else to fight uh, in Conor Benstead and fight uh, Chris Eubank Jr. Anyway, let's move along with this story. Fury has been going back and forth with Char, who says he has signed an agreement to face the WBC heavyweight champion. Fans have been critical over a potential meeting with Char, not even ranked in the top 15 by the WBC, and Bellew has questioned why this fight is even being touted. Bellew added, are you surprised about it not going down well? supposedly the lineal heavyweight champion of the world facing a guy who's not even in the top 20. If AJ comes out and says he's fighting Manuel Char next, coming uh, off the back of two losses, would you be happy? Why is the lineal heavyweight champion who's defeated Deontay Wilder in three fights back-to-back? We all know the first fight wasn't a draw, which is why he's being allowed to face Manuel Char. You tell me, says Zebalu. It's one rule it's one rule for one and one rule for the other. All I know is look at AJ's list. Full of Olympic gold medalists, Olympic champions, world champions, undisputed champions, just full of champions after champions. Right. So I guess uh, we're not looking at a uh, Mahmoud Char versus Tyson Fury feud in December. Tyson Fury uh, feud in December. Let's move along, though, because I do have a story on Deontay Wilder coming up. Uh, Clarissa Shields. And Savannah Marshall have added incentive to be victorious in the most anticipated female of all time, potentially, uh, on Saturday, 15th of October, with the winner to be handed the new WBC Elizabethan belt. I'm sure Clarissa Shields would welcome that. The World Boxing Council has 
today unveiled, that would be yesterday, an incredible uh, tribute to Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II after the original fight date was postponed due to a 10-day period of national mourning for the late British monarch following her passing two days before the initial 10th of September event at the O2 Arena in London, England. Now, with a new date set, history awaits the first ever all-female headline event in the UK capital with a commemorative title on the line. Celebrating the glorious 70-year reign of Queen Elizabeth II, the significance of the symbolic Philip will reward a supreme female champion of boxing and further enhance the majesty of women's boxing. The WBC Elizabethan belt is tastefully yet lavishly designed, befitting both the majesty of the women in whose name and image it is created, the woman, sorry, not plural, both the majesty of the woman in whose name and image it is created, as well as the significance of the all-female boxing event featuring the Shields, who's from America, versus Marshall main event. Boxing the modern rules of which were established by the Marquis of Queensbury, is a cherished part of the British sporting tradition, so much so that it's known as the noble art in the UK. The Queen's father, King George VI, was a keen boxing fan, apparently. He cheered on the victory of Randolph Turpin against Sugar Ray Robinson, for example, absorbed by a famous radio transmission. Following the sad death of Her Majesty, several high-profile sporting events throughout Britain were respectfully set aside and postponed, including the Boxer, that's B-O-X-X-E-R, card headlined by Clarissa Shields and Savannah Marshall. WBC President Mauricio Suleiman said, Queen Elizabeth II will forever live in our hearts and minds. The boxing world unites to render homage to one of the greatest human beings that has ever lived here where boxing was born. So there you go. Uh, a little bit of news on uh, women in the ring and uh, their ongoing celebration. Let's move over to Massachusetts, America. Springfield Triple Header Boxing at Massachusetts Mutual Center on November 15th has been announced. Springfield Championship Boxing, presented by Granite Chin Promotions, will showcase a top Western Massachusetts pro boxing prospects in legitimate fights November 19th to be held at the Mass Mutual Center in Springfield, Massachusetts. Granite Chin's inaugural show in Springfield, Springfield Champions Boxing at Mass Mutual Center, will feature a triple header of undefeated prospects such as Holyoke's Denzel Double Impact Whitley, 9-0, Pittsfield's Steve Sumter, 6-0, six knockouts, by the way, Carlos Castillo, 5-0 with three knockouts. Wow. This is the kind of show that will not only draw in fight fans from Western Massachusetts, but from all over New England as well, said uh, Granite Chin President Chris Chaiti. Uh, from top to bottom, all these fights are evenly matched and are going to bring nonstop action. I want to congratulate all the fighters for being eager to step up and put on a great show for local boxing fans. Good stuff. And uh, we look forward to hearing the results of that night of action. Uh, and for further information on that particular uh, please go to boxing247.com. Elsewhere, let's have a look here. Two-time Olympic gold medalist, Rabisi Eltren Ramirez, the Southpaw fighting pride of Cuba, is on the precipice 
of a featherweight title shot. In order to earn that opportunity, Ramirez, who's 10-1 and one with six knockouts, will have to take care of business against former world champion Jesse Magdaleno, who's 29-1 and one with 18 knockouts, in a 10-rounder Saturday, October 29th at the Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden. Ramirez Magdaleno is the co-feature to the Vasily Lomachenko-Jermaine Ortiz main event. Ramirez has won 10 straight fights since losing his October, uh, sorry his August 2019 pro debut. He linked up with Cuban trainer Ismael Salas in Las Vegas and has lived up to his nickname in recent fights. Ramirez began his 20, 2022 campaign in February with a third-round stoppage over Irish veteran Eric Donovan. Less than four months later, he knocked out the then-unbeaten contender Abraham Nova with a left hand. Ramirez now hopes to add a marquee name to his resume in Magdaleno, who has won four bouts since losing his world title to Isaac Dogbo. Uh, Ramirez had this to say from his Las Vegas training camp. It's been an excellent training camp under the guidance of Ismael Salas. He has drawn out a strategy and roadmap for success. It's now up to me to execute it and make it clear to all that El Tren is the true powerhouse of the featherweight division. Um, Magdaleno is a formidable appointment, a former world champion. While he deserves my respect, he needs to understand He's going up against a train. I see this fight as an opportunity to take a big leap in my quest to earn my first world title and eventually become king of the featherweight division. Good luck to him, sir. All right. Let's move along to, as promised, a bit of news out of the Deontay Wilder camp, who I've said before I had hoped would not fight again. I, I had hoped he would retire gracefully after being beaten uh, by Tyson Fury. Anyway, let's go on with this story because he's going to re-enter the ring with uh, Robert Hellenius. Former WBC heavyweight world champ and boxing superstar Deontay the Bronze Bomber Wilder and top-rated Robert the Nordic Nightmare Hellenius previewed their WBC heavyweight title eliminator showdown during a press conference uh, held virtually on Tuesday before they step into the ring on Saturday, October 15th. Um, at the Barclays Center in Brooklyn, New York. Uh, one of the greatest knockouts art, knockout artists in boxing history. Yep. Wilder will make uh, will, will, will look to make up uh, the first step towards becoming a two-time heavyweight world champ with a victory as he returns to Barclays Center for a fifth time, an arena where he has delivered some of his most devastating knockouts. But he will face a stiff challenge from the veteran Hellenius, who comes in a pair of knockout victories over Brooklyn fan favorite Adam Kaunaki, including a triumph at Barclays Center in their first fight back in March 2020. So here's what uh, Wilder had to say. Uh, I'll forego the intros, yada, yada, exciting time, blah, blah. Um, October 15th is the return of the king. I'm looking forward to returning to my second home. My second reign is going to be filled with joy and excitement for me and those who support me. I'm looking to put on great fights like I always have. Changing the way we train has definitely opened up my mind. Leading into this fight, training the same way all the time can get boring. This camp has been more fun and more exciting. I made it my business to do pre-camp away from home before coming back to Alabama for sparring. It's definitely refreshed me in this business of boxing. Um... I've never faced Hellenius when it counts, so 
Who knows what he's going to bring? Everyone knows that fighters train harder than ever before when they face me. Hopefully, we'll be able to bring that excitement on October 15th. Hopefully being the word there. Um, I don't feel any pressure. I'm soaking in my happiness and peace. This rain is about being happy. I don't have any anything to prove to anyone. I've done an amazing job in my career. So now I want to do the thing that makes me happy. Whatever we gain, that's just a plus. By the way, as you all might know, a statue was raised in his honor in Alabama. And of this, he says, seeing the statue made for me in Alabama is what brought me back. My accomplishments are set in stone, but being there and seeing the people support me made me feel like there's more that I can do. I'm still young. I've got three more years left in the business. There's still a lot more left for me to do. Hmm. As you all know, he's trained by Malik Scott, uh, who pops up occasionally with his comments on the show. He has this to say about Malik. Me and uh, my head trainer, Malik Scott, clicked instantly when we met, uh, helping Tomas Adamek prepare for a fight years ago. To be able to make him one of my head coaches was a no-brainer. It means so much to have people who you, who you trust and who you know has your back. What's understood doesn't need to be explained. I can only speak on what I've been doing in training and in sparring. I would say I look amazing. I haven't lost any steps. If anything, I've improved, gone back to the fundamentals, and added new aspects to my skill set. I might add he needs defense. It's really about applying some things that I used to not work on as much. Oh, sorry, that I used to not work on as much. My weight is not going to be what we worry about in this fight or fights in the future. We gained a lot of weight the last fight, but it was more about the expectations of seeing my body a certain way. Now I'm going back to what I'm used to and what's comfortable for me. All right, boxing fans, that's about it for today. Let me have a quick look and see if there has been any updates. Doesn't seem to be. I believe uh, Matchroom will be holding a press conference shortly to announce the full-blown cancellation of the event. Uh, Connor Ben versus uh, Chris Eubank Jr. as as well as the undercard. Some fight fans were expecting the undercard to be held, but it doesn't look like it's going to be so. Uh, so their pay-per-view uh, strategy did not work out as planned, and more so, you know, was Connor Ben. Uh, using that particular uh, testosterone booster to mask certain steroids that he may or may not have been taking, or was he indeed trying to get pregnant? We will never know. Anyway, onwards and upwards, he'll probably get uh, suspended for his actions, and Chris Eubank Jr. can continue eating junk food and training at 60%. On that level, uh do See you at 4 p.m. for Knuckle Up with uh, Mike Gore and Cedric Ben. Remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell. And uh, as I said, keep tuned. <laughs>